Hey, it's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and um, today I'm coming at you just purely, uh, you know, we're just going to get right into it. I'm... I've I've used my voice over the years. My mouth has got me in a lot of trouble. I've used my voice over the years. And I've managed to no matter what gather people. Even if it was just a small amount of people. You know, and I I'm I'm a firm believer in you know, your true purpose not your goals. Your purpose and your goals are two different things. Your your goals are just your goals. That's a key word is really your. Your purpose is beyond you. It goes beyond what you want to do, what you think you're here to do. You know, you might not even like it when you find out what your purpose truly is. If you ever live to find out what your purpose truly is. Because some of our purpose is, believe it or not, to die. How, where, why, when who that's up in the air but some of our purpose is to die you know um your destiny things like that and um i think you can find your purpose or at least begin walking on the path of your purpose based on things like that you know you even if they've been they haven't worked in the past if you have a certain thing that's always like if nothing else works i know i can do this maybe that's what you should be doing you know what i'm saying something along those lines um there's something that i've been working on within myself and that's having a close relationship with myself and with god and I finally, and it took a lot of strife and a lot of mistakes and bad decisions and bad choices. And uh, my temper causing me to lose things and people that I held or hold, still hold to very high value. I am far from perfect. I know y'all hear that all the time. It's so cliche to hear, especially a man say, I'm far from perfect. It just sounds almost like an excuse. That's what I always took it as, like some type of excuse, you know. And um, so if I could be all the way honest with you, and I guess this is um, what it's supposed to be. I, I hope I'm not boring you guys or anything, but just listen to me. I came to Chicago to get my wife. This is a beautiful, very beautiful, soft, delicate, graceful woman. I mean, you know, they just don't make them like like this, this anymore. This is a very, very tender woman. Very feminine. Like, real feminine. Um, 
she's a gift. And um, in my mind, I thought I was doing everything to value this woman, everything to to be the man and, and to lead our household into the right path and giving myself some credit. I was. And um, we decided to get married. There was a couple things that had to be tied up, a couple of loose ends. Um, on my part, you know, exes that wouldn't let go or things like that, or just, you know, talking to the wrong kinds of female friends and Instagram and all this. Anybody who knows knows I've been on Instagram for a while now. Um, that's why. And... Um, and also just some things I had to handle in my personal life I'm not going to speak on because they have nothing to do with this conversation I'm not hiding anything it's just these are more so these are things beyond a relationship these are more so legal matters and stuff like that you see um, doing everything in my power uh, literally stopped what I was doing to come up here now when I first came up here I was not we were not on good terms we had broke up to keep a long story short, we got back together and everything was moving the way it was supposed to be moving. And I, um, I was sitting there and we were, you know, she was in my phone and she was reading a, a DM I had sent to a friend um, the day we broke up. Remember I told you we, just, we had just broke up maybe like a week ago. And in the DM, I told a friend all these things about her being insecure and stuff like that. And I completely did not mention why she was that way and the major roles I played in that. It, to a certain extent, I made her out to be the bad guy and I was just, you know, the good guy who just, oh, look, man, this girl is just crazy. She's just crazy for no reason. And she was reading it and I got kind of frustrated if I if I must be honest, because it was like, damn, every time we're starting to get somewhere close, you know, you'll see something or hear something that happened, not happening. Something I could technically fix. I could easily have messaged my friend and been like, hey, you know, I was lying the other day, like she, you know, and, and just made it clear, like, I, she's not the problem, I'm the problem, blah, 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 blah. But I guess I didn't give Ari the fair chance either because in a fair chance, I would have, I should have said, okay, well, this is our new leaf. Maybe she won't feed into this one like she feeds into everything else, right? Maybe she'll just read it, snap on me. We go to bed, we wake up in the morning, everything be good. So I snatched the phone out of her hand. You know, I was just like, why? Like, why even read this shit? It, 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 it was, I wrote it when I was mad at you. You know, you did things when you were mad at me, blah, 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 blah. Why read this stuff, right? Like, don't, let's not read this stuff. Like, I didn't call you out your name in it. Me and the girl didn't flirt. At the end of the day, I just kind of made you look like the bad guy. That's it. You know, and, I, and I'm and i not undermining what I said, but I'm just saying that that was it. It wasn't like I was cheating or 
I had moved on to somebody really quickly or something like that. So I was just like, there's no point of even reading this stuff, right? Not to mention, me and her talked about it, and then we just started talking about politics and stuff that's going on in the world. It wasn't like we just dragged it and dragged it and dragged it. So I, I'm, and I'm right now. I'm talking to you from the perspective of that in that moment, not the page that I've turned today. I'm so embarrassed to say what I'm about to say, guys. I'm so embarrassed, but I have to be honest. She said something along the lines of, you know, give me the phone back or I'm leaving. I got really upset and I threw the phone. And I was I was trying to I'm not gonna lie. I was trying to hit her in in the chest with it. I don't know what the what the heck it hit her in her face. She immediately just starts bleeding bad. Like I'm talking like like you think somebody punched her or like cut her somewhere like bad and um she just panics you know she just she she starts screaming and stuff and i'm like i'm immediately like oh my god like what the heck did i do like babe chill just come on let's fix this like you know like when i say fix this i meant like you know let's you're you're bleeding you know and you're screaming and stuff and that that's just gonna make the adrenaline you're gonna bleed more i'm just like calm down like i'm so sorry i didn't i did not mean for it to hit in your face you know, um, and I have to say hit her in the face because I don't know and we'll never know, but I'm pretty sure had it hit her in the chest or the leg, I wouldn't be making this episode right now because I would, you know, we would be past that. Even, even if it would hit her in her face and she didn't bleed, she probably would have slapped the shit out of me, you know, and We'd probably be past that. I'm not saying we'd still be together. I'm not saying any. I'm just saying we'd be. What I'm about the story I'm about to un, un, unreveal to you, it wouldn't have happened. Um, she stood up. We're done. You're a monster. You're an abuser, which just tore me to my core. Um, no, nothing like this has ever happened before. I have thrown. Um, my phone at her before though. I threw it. It uh hit her, and then it hit the ground. It was cracked. It hit her like in the stomach, I think, or the side of. I don't remember. Um, I didn't definitely didn't toss it as violently or aggressively as I tossed this one. Um, when she um revealed something to me, I kind of put her in like a small like headlock i didn't like i've choked her um not to take away from it but not like choke choke like you're gonna die type choke but just like you know that stop playing with me type choke like a firm don't get it wrong firm definitely probably cut off some air but not like not not that extreme like girl you need to call the police type choke and i'm pretty sure she would agree with that i don't know if she was calling me an abuser based off of our experiences or based off the experiences i've i've told her about with me and other people i um she goes she says don't touch me again i'm calling the police i was like okay okay 
So I back up. She goes to the bathroom. She's like, oh, shit, my nose is broken, blah, 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 blah. Now she starts panicking even more. So she goes outside of the room. There's a guy coming outside of his room. First thing I think is, oh, it's going to be a fight. Girl walking down the hall bleeding. I'm standing here. He's probably going to try to pull like a put a cape on. He like basically looked at both of us like the hell y'all doing like y'all need to get up out of here. Both of y'all need to just leave or one of y'all going to jail. More than likely, obviously me, but like she stops in front of him. I'm thinking that she was trying to get him to help, but he didn't help. Mind you, we're at a hotel, so she goes to the balcony. I'm still trying to get her to come back in the room because I didn't want the police to get involved. I felt like it was something that was bad. But we could have handled it. And she could have still, you know, left me or whatever. But, you know, the problem problem I have with getting police involved with things is once they're involved, it's hard to get them out. So if you ever decide, like, I've been in a situation where I could have called the police on somebody. But I, the only reason why I, I didn't was because I'm like, man, if I ever decide to forgive this person and want to be hanging out with this person, I'd be putting that person in a lot of trouble to be around me because they'll have a do not contact order. So we get, we go out, we have fun, we get pulled over for whatever reason, whatever happens, happens. If the court finds out that this person was with me, I can go to the court all I want. He wasn't, no, it's cool, it's cool, I forgave him. It's cool, it's cool, it's cool. Once again, once they have it, it's not really in that person's hands no more. Um. So she's downstairs. I'm trying to talk to her in front of the people, the the desk people, and um. They're just like, you know, yeah, we're gonna get her help. She's not really saying much to me, but I could see in her face that it was like a mix of emotions, like a, okay, f him, and we're done. But damn, he didn't mean to do that, and I'm about to get him in some serious trouble. Because of my probation, I'm not supposed to be here in Chicago. That's a little backstory for y'all. If I was supposed to be here, this misdemeanor charge I caught from the situation wouldn't really play much. But with me, see, the thing is, I can be here. I just did not get permission to come here because I came here impulsively. I didn't come here. I didn't plan on coming here. When we broke up that day, I was going to let it go, but I just couldn't. I was driving downtown to do to do stuff like Uber or whatever. Clear my mind. And I just turned around and drove straight to Chicago from Atlanta. I literally like no clothes, no nothing. You know, and um, like I really love this woman, y'all. Like I really am in love with her. And I think it's beyond love. I think we all have been in love before. I mean, she's been in love before. Like, you know, I've been in love. It's just there's this feeling that I can't help but have. It's beyond a, like to me, love is ultimately like to a certain extent of a choice. But this feeling I'm about to describe is not it just it's just there. It's just there that this is the one for me that this is this. There's more of a deeper connection, like almost like a soul. Like, well, no, like soulmates. Like, seriously. And then if you heard our story and just different parts of it, you'd be like, yeah, y'all need to fix that because this is too, I hate to use use this word, but for lack of better terms, coincidental 
for y'all to even have met the way y'all met, when y'all met, how y'all met, the day y'all met, everything, just everything that's just happened, you know, all this stuff, it just, it's almost like I refuse to believe that it was, it was, it was all for it to end like this, with a bloody nose and a, and a battery charge and possibly more jail time to come behind this because I don't think Chicago is going to give me much jail time, but when I get back to Georgia, I'm going to have a lot to deal with and um, it may not be too pretty for me, guys. It may not be too pretty for me. So I'm going to try to keep you guys updated as much as possible. And I didn't want to put my business out there to the world like this, but I'm just hoping that this story brings light to other people. This, there, this story is just a part of this episode. It's not the episode itself. It's just a part of the episode. So um, I go outside. I get in my car. I drive around. I'm just like tripping, like tripping, 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 tripping. Like I'm like, it's it. I, if I could be all the way honest with you, like I know this is gonna sound crazy and it sounds once again cliche and like oh, I've heard it before. I didn't believe it. I just couldn't. I was like, because I know my history and I've come so far from that, so far. Not from simply just hitting people, but snapping. Like, I've come so far from that. I never thought anything close to it would happen like that. Now, mind you, on everything I love, I did not mean to throw it at her face. And I damn sure did not mean to cause a nosebleed. Broken nose or whatever the case may be. I, I definitely didn't mean to do that. But still, me throwing my phone as aggressively as I threw it on top of that. Where it, because honestly, if it didn't hit her, it would have hit the wall. It would hit the window. Something was getting broke the way I threw that phone. I have to be real with you guys. I can't do this any other way. I'm tired of telling stories and not telling the full, full story. Okay? It hit her in the face and... Oh, my God. It was such... I just... I could not believe... I'm like, is this my life? We were just... Like, we were literally just, I mean, we were about to get married. We were going to go down to the courthouse and get married next week. It is now Saturday next week. And um, from there, we were going to go back to Georgia because I have to go back to Georgia. Spend some time with my mom. And then come back to Chicago and start life. Right? Or stay in Georgia because she also has a job interview down there. I couldn't believe it. So I, I, I was like, you know what, man? You can't run from this. Don't even try it. I, I'm going to be all the way honest with you. I'm going to just keep it real. Knowing me, knowing myself, I'm a very responsible person. It don't take me long to realize I made a mistake and to like start to make amends to it. But if it was any other woman, I would have left and left, left. Like, I would have just drove stroke. Like, fuck this shit. I'm going down. I don't want to go to jail. I'm going to go back to Atlanta. But for her, I was like, you know, I must pay for this and I must pay for this now. So whatever happens, happens. And I, I ain't going to lie. I got, I'm a, I'm a, we're going to get to it. I turn back around. I pull it into the lot. I roll me a cigarette. I smoke it. I walk up to the door. There's cops in there. I walk in, I tell them I'm I'm the guy. 
They sit me down, take my ID, take my phone number, they sit me down. They go in there, they come back out, they ask me a few questions, they stand me up, they arrest me for a domestic battery. Now, at this time, I'm thinking about everything. And I'm, um, and I, I couldn't help but think, you're about to sit in jail for a long-ass time. Because you have nobody up here to bond you out. So you're going to have to sit here through your court case. By the time you make it to that court case, everybody's going to be alerted in Georgia. You're going to have a hold. So when you finally do get whatever sentence you get from Chicago, which could be jail time, could be probation, they could throw it out, whatever... You're going to get transferred to Georgia and have to go sit there. And that's going to be where you do your real time. So I'm thinking like, yo, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Like I ain't seeing daylight. I ain't breathing fresh air. I'm not moving these legs to go walk wherever I want to walk for a long time. You know. I'm in the jail. I try to call her. She's not picking up, whatever. They, they take me to this other jail. I go to court. They let me sign myself out on a, on a, on a, on a bond signature. A signature bond. So I didn't have to pay any money. I get out. Uh, you know, I have to go get all this stuff. I really, genuinely, I talk about it a lot. In my personal life, and I have for years, and I've even I've even tried to a certain extent, but I really, really just wanted to kill myself. If I could be all the way honest with you guys, I genuinely just wanted to die. I just wanted to die. Like I was just like, there's nothing else for me. If I could be all the way honest with you, because this is all this just happened. Like, I just got out yesterday. I still have moments during the day where I feel like that. Like, I, I'm driving right now. Well, I'm sitting, but I was driving, and I just... Hold on, let me put my phone on the charger. I just really wanted to just pull in one in front of these buses and just... Whatever happens, happens. If I live, I live. If I don't, I don't. And I know a lot of... Some of y'all... I know that watch the show every now and then think, oh, you sound like the same Simpson. I don't care. That's what it is. And that's what I am. Like, I just, I just felt like, you know, just when you think you're getting good, you're not as good as you think you are. You know, and, you know, I know for a fact, like, if she was to give me the opportunity, that nothing nothing close to that would ever happen again. I know that much. But what about in the street? And that's what this episode's really about. What about when I'm driving, I have bad road rage? What about at a job? You see what I'm saying? Like, I talked to my mother, and she's always talked. Every time I talk to my mom, is always seek Jesus, seek God. I'm like, no, I, I mean, I, I pray to God, I pray to Jesus. I'm, t- I'm calling you, but this time it just I heard it differently with open ears, because I'm I'm at my lowest, and I just feel like it's time for me to surrender 
everything, all of me, to God. Jehovah Jireh, Elohim, and his son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua. And there's so much power in those, in those words when you say them out loud or in your heart. And this goes back to what I was talking about when I first came on this episode about my voice. Realistically, in this secular world that we live in, it'll be hard. But if I can gather people to talk about black women or simps or Trump or Biden or Black Lives Matter, if I can gather people to talk about hip-hop or the culture or any of the topics that people come to me to talk about or veganism or I should be able to gather people to talk about God and the grace and mercy that God has the strength that he can give you I've heard this one so many times and I didn't understand it and that's the beautiful thing I guess is peace beyond understanding you won't understand the peace I think about my mom and all the things she's been through, you know. She had an abusive husband, which is my father. She has been through a lot of different other things. And one thing about it is, man, you will rarely see my mom break down. She always has peace. She don't smoke. She don't drink. How she got all this peace? She don't make much money. How she got all this peace? How has she never just fallen off? You put most people in my mother's shoes, they'd be on the streets. I'm not saying they'd be doing drugs or drinking or letting any dude run up in their body, but they'd be on the streets. That's a fact. They would not have managed to keep a house for as long as she had. They would not have. They'd be on the streets. Based on her circumstances, she's supposed to live somewhere in the SWAT. But she, she has a home in a very safe community on the north side of the north side of Atlanta. If you have ever heard it before and you didn't believe it, man, let me tell you something. Give it to God. You've tried everything else. You think you've given it to God, but you haven't. Give it. Give it to him. It's going to be so hard, especially when you can't see the other side, because you, you wonder, you start to wonder, like, you know, what will, will I, will I still have her? Will I still have him? Will Will I still be able to do this? Will I still have my job? Or That's not faith. Because as impossible as it may seem right now, I can almost 100% assure you what God has for you is for you and there is nothing or no one, not even that person that can stand in the way of that.
Now, I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't know what you're going to have to do. That I can't tell you. But if you quiet out the noise, spiritually detox. I've said this before. For you to really get where you want to get with your diet and losing weight, you have to detox first. And then you can go and start being a vegan or eating kale every day or whatever like that. If you clean out all the noise, all the cussing and and drinking and smoking and being around negative spirits, which sometimes might mean be by yourself. For some of us, that's the only way we can do it based on where we live and who we live with. You'll hear God. You'll hear him. And he's going to tell you what to do. Once again, for you, it may be different. And as far as relationships go, not just relationships as far as boyfriend, girlfriend, but even with your father, your mother, if that person is alive, trust and believe there's still a very high possibility that God can come in there and he will come in between and he will make things happen and he will open up hearts. He will open up minds. If you don't believe they have the power to do it, in the Bible, it, it, there's stories where God hardened people, people's heart. He can open somebody's heart towards somebody who has not spoke to you in 10, 15 years. He can open their heart towards you. And he can tell that person to call you. He will bring you guys can live in across the country. He will bring you guys together. You will go on a vacation randomly. You're like, well, I don't even know where I'm going here. I don't even like Alabama or whatever. John wants to go to Alabama to go um River rafting. We're going to go river rafting. I don't even like the river. I don't like Alabama. I don't even like John. <laughs> and you go out there river rafting. And you look up and there's your dad. You ain't seen in over 30 years. There's your mom. There's your cousin. There's your best friend you grew up with. There's the woman you're in love with. I need you guys to know that there is nothing he cannot do. I think the problem with some of you guys is you have unrealistic real, real expectations, and even myself. So, for example, and I know it's going to sound like, well, duh, but come on. You're asking God to mend your relationship with your mother who has been dead for over 12 years. I, I don't know, but I don't think he's going to do that one. You have to have peace beyond, to get peace beyond understanding, you have to have faith beyond understanding, faith beyond sight. You have to be able to just believe and that's it in the meantime you put in the work you know I always used to say and um, Ariel would tell you this I used to always used to say like in those scary movies it's crazy because they do everything they run 
they they call an exorcist. They they scream. They shout. They'll put candles on the ground. They'll do all kind of stuff. But the one thing they won't do is pray. And I was telling her one time we were watching the movie, and I was like, "Man, if these folks just pray, they the whole situation be over with." We've tried everything but God, and even when we tried God, we didn't really give him give it all to him. God doesn't do half, he does all. When I was, um, you know, still not on great terms with Ari, I decided to start a fast and I gave up food, but I also gave up smoking because it's not really much of a sacrifice for me to give up food, but it is a sacrifice for me to give up smoking because I smoke all the time. Within... I was supposed to do it for at least three days, but then I think the first day and a half, I started smoking again. I had proved myself unworthy of his time. You can't even give me something, but you want me to give you something grand. A couple days later, that situation happened. Am I saying it's just because of that? I don't know. I mean, God can harden a heart, right? He Don't you think he can spark you to snap back into your old ways to show you who you are to show you who he is the power that he has I've been in a lot of angry situations in the last year and a half and I ain't thrown nothing I ain't punched no holes in no walls I ain't broke nothing So if you're listening right now, I'm begging you to surrender. Stop running. Nothing else has worked. Look around. You talk about, well, he's invisible. He's in, All the things that you can see haven't worked for you, though. And give it all to him. Not just some of it. Give it all to him. Sacrifice something. Make a vow to him. Sacrifice something in the vow and I'm telling you right now trust me from experience do not break that vow for you will be punished give it up make the sacrifice pray Read your word, worship, and everything else will come after. And if God forbid, because I know it's something that you want. It may not be a woman or a man. It might be a job. If it doesn't, then it just wasn't for you. But he'll give you the peace to accept those things. 
You got to be unshaken in your belief. I really hope that. And let me speak to the men out there for a second. If you come across a woman. That's a great woman, a great woman for you. It's a lot of great women, but y'all may not have no chemistry, no connection, nothing in common. You know, like you can't just hold on to that. Just the fact that she's great. Don't a great woman for you. Let me tell you something. You do whatever you can in your power to keep her. Now, if you have to do weird stuff, maybe she's not as great as you thought she was. And you, you, you know, you use discernment and and things of that nature, tools similar to to figure what I what I mean by weird stuff. You know, cutting off non platonic friendships isn't weird. You know, maybe staying off social media for a while isn't weird. When I say weird stuff, I'm talking about like bad things, things that come with sin. You shouldn't have the sin to keep no woman. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this is a woman that I used to pray with. We've read the Bible together. This is this is what you call a great woman in, in the 2020s. I mean, that's, man, you know, it's not common. No matter what anybody tells you, it's not. So if you find one or you have one, I'm telling you, value her and cherish her. And put God in the middle in, in the middle of it. In the middle and above. It's just and I know it's hard it's easier said than done and it's so hard. I've I've managed to mess up so many good things in my life with my temper or with insecurities or um, my mouth. But if you pray and you do the works that it takes to that are uh, take the steps that are necessary, I promise you it'll all work out. No, I, I, if you ask me, I mean, I've been on a spiritual journey, but I'm, to me, I'm really on it. I'm going to keep you guys updated. I know the tune and the tone of this podcast may change a little bit, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, I'm okay with that. All I'm asking is for everybody listening, please pray for me. Please. And we're going to talk. We're going to talk more. I have to get back to uh, work. Working. We're going to talk more, okay? It's your boy Tommy V. Um. Just stay tuned. I'm, we're going to we're gonna talk some more. And I, I really appreciate anybody who listened. 
I really do. Thank you.